0: Recently, I chatted with an entrepreneur who is so incredibly smart, so educated, so qualified to do the work that she wants to do in the world. But by the time she and I had a conversation, she said, Rach, here's my challenge. I've taken training after training after training, and it feels like I'm constantly shifting direction. And as a result, I'm just not getting where I want to go. Have you ever felt that way? Like you're just continually adding more pieces to the puzzle, but now it feels like you don't even know what that finished puzzle is supposed to look like. I know that when I first started my business, I didn't know what direction I was going. I was trying to just figure it out as I went. And it wasn't until I finally saw the big picture that things started to finally click into place. That's why today we are talking about the ultimate business growth checklist. This episode is all about sharing the bigger picture. It's like seeing the lid of the puzzle box so you can see clearly what needs to happen step-by-step to grow your business. Let's dive into it. Are you ready to grow from solopreneur to CEO? You're in the right place. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, and I've spent the last decade helping women entrepreneurs start and scale service-based businesses. If you're serious about building a sustainable business, it's time to put the strategy, systems, and support in place to make it happen. Join me each and every week for candid conversations about stepping into your role as CEO, the hard lessons learned along the way, and practical, profitable strategies to grow a sustainable business without the hustle and burnout. Hey there, welcome back to this very special series, The Path to Predictable Profits, here on Promote Yourself to CEO. Now, if you listened to part one, how to start a business and get paying clients ASAP, you might be thinking, oh, thank goodness, this is so much more clear and concise, I can follow that plan. Or you might have been thinking, okay, Rach, I'm a little further along here. What is the next step? What is the right next step for me to continue growing my business? And this episode is for you, if that is where you are. You've already got those first few clients in the door, and now you wanna make sure you're not just wasting time trying out a million different strategies, a million different approaches to grow your business. You want a strategy that makes sense for you and your business. And the honest truth is, not all strategies are meant for every entrepreneur. The strategy that makes the most sense for you right now truly depends on your stage of business. Many of the most popular strategies that are talked about, especially in the online space, are meant for people who are a bit further along in their business. So, for example, I hear from entrepreneurs all the time who are focused on creating an automated webinar funnel, but They don't even have a brand or a business strategy or a proven offer in place. It's kind of like they're trying to run before they can walk. And when you try to skip ahead in these foundational pieces of your business, you're setting yourself up for a lot of frustration. You have to do the foundational work required first to make sure that those strategies actually get results. There is no shortcut to real sustainable success. You must start first by building a solid foundation. So understanding the stages of business growth and working your way through the business growth checklist is exactly what I help women entrepreneurs to do inside of the CEO Collective. So, in this episode, I want to walk you through each of these stages so you can figure out where you are on this journey and what you need to focus on next to reach the next stage of business growth. You ready? Okay, let's dive in. So, stage one is the startup stage. This is a stage we all have to go through. You can't skip being a toddler, right? We all have to go through that stage of development and the same thing in our business. We all have to figure out these foundational pieces in our business. Now I'm gonna tell you this is the most challenging stage of being an entrepreneur. And to be honest, a lot of people do not make it past this first stage. They get stuck here and stay for a long time before they finally just give up. The focus should be in the startup stage, validation. If you are in the startup stage of your business, the number one use of your time and energy is to be spent validating your business idea and validating your products, programs, and services. If you don't take the time to validate that people are actually going to pay for what you have to offer, you will find yourself running into a lot of problems as you try to jump ahead to implementing higher level strategies. All of the marketing and sales strategies in the world can't save your business if people don't actually want to pay for your offers. So how do we validate your products, programs, and services? Well, you can get out there and talk to people. There is no validation without actually talking to real human beings. Inside of the CEO Collective, one of the things that we do is we require our clients to make sure they've had a minimum of five real people conversations to validate the product market fit for each of your offerings. Many of my clients have taken on what we call the 100 conversations challenge. There is a whole episode with one of my students about how she did this to really deep dive into understanding what your dream clients want and will hap- to happily pay for. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a great episode. I'll make sure it's linked up in the show notes for you. Your number one marketing and sales strategy in the startup stage is going to be more one-on-one. And this is important. I'm assuming you are in business to make money. And I'm not talking about a Silicon Valley startup with venture funding or people who just want a hobby business and don't actually need to become profitable so that they can pay themselves a livable income. That was not the reality for me. And for the majority of my clients, coaches, consultants, teachers, service providers, creative entrepreneurs, their business needs to make money and pay them ASAP. We don't have years to waste. So how do you generate revenue within those first few months of starting your business? The fastest path to cash often comes back to one-on-one marketing and sales. Now I know what you might be thinking, but Rach, everybody's talking about list building and launching and content marketing and growing my Instagram and doing webinars and, and, and. I hear you, I understand. Those marketing and sales strategies are designed to help you grow an audience and start selling at scale. And when you start hearing about the potential for a five-figure webinar, it is way more exciting and sexy than simply having one-on-one conversations. But here's what people don't tell you about those strategies. It takes time to grow an audience. It's just something that's going to take time. And most of the people who are telling you to do those things started this way. So let's say your goal is to generate about $5,000 in sales for your business. If you focus on having one-on-one conversations with potential clients, you only need to enroll five clients into a $1,000 program, product, or service to achieve your revenue goal. One-on-one sales conversations really convert pretty well for most people. It's not uncommon for one in four conversations to turn into paid clients. So with that math in mind, you will need to talk to 20 potential clients to get five one-on-one clients. On the other hand, let's say you try to focus on something first, like a webinar, to sell that $1,000 offer. Well, most online marketing strategies, like a webinar, on average convert at about 1% to 2%. And yes, there are some who talk about converting at 8% or 20% with their online marketing and sales strategies, but I'm going to be honest, that is the exception, not the rule. It is not very common. So let's do the math here. If you only convert at 1% to 2%, you could need 500 webinar attendees to convert at 1% to get five sales. So I want you to ask yourself, what is easier in the beginning? having conversations with just 20 people, or trying to get hundreds of people, maybe even up to 500 people to attend a webinar. It is much easier to bring in the cash flow quickly during the startup stage when you focus on -on one-on-one marketing and sales first. Then you can move on to more leverage strategies without stressing over paying your bills each and every month. My goal for you is to get you through the startup stage as quickly as you can. And I have seen people work through the startup stage in as little as just a few months when they're willing to do the work to validate that they have the right product, program, or service for the right people at the right price point. So if you are still in that startup stage, Make sure you've listened to part one of the path to predictable profits and make sure you download the business growth checklist. It is in the show notes and will walk you through exactly what needs to happen to get your ideas validated and to get those first paying clients. Okay, stage two, the success stage. The success stage is actually a stage that A lot of people are just happy to stay in. This is where you can create a very comfortable lifestyle business that is focused on doing work you love and paying your bills with ease. When I say a lifestyle business, I mean one that pays you a great salary where you love going to work every single day. And it's not about building a massive team or a massive business. It's really about funding your dream lifestyle. So your focus in the success stage is gaining experience. As you shift out of the startup stage and into the success stage, the good news is you have validated something. You know that you have something people want to buy. Congratulations. That is huge. Most people don't get that far. Now your focus is on making that thing better. This is where I see a lot of people make mistakes that hold them back from a predictably profitable business. And a lot of times I see people launch a program for the first time, they do all the work and energy that goes into it. They create a program, they fill a program, they ran that program, and then they come back around and say, okay, what's next? They want to create something new, which puts you up against an entirely new learning curve. And it means you're starting over constantly in your business. If you're constantly starting over, then you never master anything. Anyone who you're following that is a successful entrepreneur, they didn't just launch something once and then say, okay, I'm done with that, time to create something new. They create a signature offering. They deliver it again and again, each time improving the experience, which in turn increases their client's success. They learn how to market that offering. They improve the marketing. They add more and more case studies and showcase their client successes. They learn how to sell that offering. They test their sales strategies to improve their conversion rates. This is how you create an asset in your business that generates hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue for your business and serves hundreds of clients over the long haul. This is where we want to be going in the success stage. We don't want to be starting over all the time. We want to build assets and then really optimize them. Your biggest challenge in the success stage is the feast or famine cycle. The challenge here in the success stage is that now, you're officially in business. You've got clients coming and going. You have things you're selling and promoting, and you're trying to juggle all of the moving parts that can feel overwhelming at times, especially if you are a solo owner-operated business owner trying to do it all yourself. If you want to get out of that feast or famine cycle, this is a stage where you need to be putting systems in place, especially a marketing and sales system that helps you to bring in the clients and the cash flow throughout the year continuously. This is something we are going to be diving even deeper into in the Path to Predictable Profit series. So make sure you are subscribed so you can keep learning here. So your primary marketing and sales strategy at this stage goes from one-to-one to to -to one-to-many. You may be shifting from primarily marketing and selling your offerings one-on-one to creating more leverage so that you can market and sell your offers to many people at a time. In your marketing, this shift could be moving from networking and referrals to starting to create content, grow an email list, be featured on podcasts, start writing guest posts. These are different types of strategies that will help you to begin building more of an audience. And as you grow that audience, you may want to continue selling via one-on-one conversations until your audience is large enough to be selling via more leveraged sales strategies. And this is where I'm going to come back to numbers don't lie. Most entrepreneurs having sales conversations, what we call a free strategy session or a free discovery session or a free clarity call, whatever you call it, even someone who isn't the most sophisticated salesperson in the world can see a 20 to 25% conversion rate turning those sessions into paid clients. So that means you could have four potential client conversations and one new person is becoming a paid client. And if we compare that to the online marketing style launch where you're promoting just via emails, via a webinar, via a video series, we start to see those conversion rates begin to drop. So you're lucky if one to 2% of the people paying attention on your list become paying clients. And yes, I know there are people who get above that. And I've seen this myself. I've had launches that converted as high as 8% coming off a challenge. But still, I also know after 12 years in, things average out. And they usually average down to 1% to 2%. So those are the numbers I use to create our own projections. Those are the numbers that I use to help my clients. Anything above that, I look at as just a bonus, right? That's just a cherry on top. And that's why we want to make sure you have a real marketing strategy to grow your audience and create the predictable profit plan to ensure that you're generating the sales that you're looking for so you can actually hit your revenue goals. So as you look through the business growth checklist, you might begin wondering, when is it time to start thinking about these next level strategies? So as you look through the checklist and you see the different tasks there, the different things we need to implement, especially around your marketing and sales systems, especially around internal systems, there's all things that help you streamline. Until you've got about 80% of those stage two tasks checked off, you don't need to stress about trying to get into stage three activities. Those will just really distract you from putting the systems and the strategies in place that will make your business more predictably profitable. So our goal is to get about through 80% at stage two. And my favorite things on the business growth checklist that I really encourage people to make sure that they can do, one, you're paying yourself a great salary. I think this is so important and we tend to skip over this. We talk about revenue so much and we don't talk about what actually comes home to fund your lifestyle. So we want to make sure we're paying ourselves a great salary. And the second thing is we want to make sure we're taking time off. I recommend making sure that you can take paid time off at least four weeks throughout the year. And that could be taking a week every quarter off. That could be taking two weeks in the summer, two weeks in the winter off. However you decide to split it up, it could be just taking every single Friday off. But if you are able to pay yourself a great salary and have four weeks of paid time off a year, then moving into the scale and sustain stage, the stage three of the business growth checklist will be so much easier because you won't be shifting into growth mode at that level at the expense of of your livelihood, of your ability to pay yourself, and at the expense of your ability to take care of yourself. I just think those are so crucially important. Okay, the final stage is stage three. And this is the scale stage. This is when you're ready to make that shift from a lifestyle business. So a lifestyle business simply is there to fund your ideal lifestyle, give you a great paycheck this is all about shifting from a lifestyle business to a multiple six or seven or eight figure business. And the most significant thing I want to share with you, and I want you to be thinking about, this is so crucially important. If you're wanting to make the shift from the success stage where you're paying yourself that comfortable salary, your business is predictably profitable. You might even have a couple of people on the team to support running the day-to-day The most significant thing I want you to understand if you're considering shifting to the scale stage is that you are no longer a solopreneur here. You need to be thinking like a real CEO, like a business owner. And that means getting out of your own way and putting new pieces of infrastructure in place behind the scenes. This means upgrading the infrastructure of your business, including your team. This means you're no longer the sole person who is doing marketing and sales and delivery of your products, programs, and services, okay? There is no one who is at a seven-figure business who is doing it as a solopreneur, I promise. They all have a team. Even if they're not employees, they might be contractors. There is no one running a business of that size 100% on their own, So your focus in this stage is growth. At this stage, you have a proven product, program, or service. It delivers real results to your clients. And you are able to scale this offering to a million dollars or more in sales without working more hours. So what does that mean? It means your offering is a more leveraged or passive product, program, or service. You've already created it and optimized it so that your clients get real results. You're already promoting this offering so you know what the marketing and sales strategies need to look like. You know the marketing and sales that works for this offer. You've already mapped out a customer experience plan so that you can serve more people And then your team can take care of them, can help you deliver this product, program, or service without you needing to work more hours. You know you could serve 100 people or 1,000 people just as easily as 10 in this offer. Or maybe you're a slightly different business model. And I want to acknowledge this because there's a lot of people out there who say that you can't scale service-based business. And that is complete BS. The only option for scaling is not courses and info products. You can scale a service-based business because there will always be a need for services. That's why there are major marketing agencies around the world. So maybe it looks like instead of courses or info products or print products, Maybe you are going to be scaling more of an agency style business where you are scaling services by having other people on your team deliver those services. So other people doing the copywriting, other people doing the photos, other people delivering the websites. You can scale a service-based business when you bring on additional team members to continue the delivery of the offer. So the biggest challenge in the scale stage is a business model change. As you start shifting into this final stage of business growth, your challenge arises with building the systems and the structures that can market, sell, and serve a lot of clients at once. Your programs have to be able to service a lot of people at the same time. Your marketing needs to be able to attract a much broader audience. And your sales need to be able to convert many, many, many people at the same time. One of the things that unfortunately I see with people who pursue this stage without thinking about the internal infrastructure of the business is they actually blow up the business. They maybe get really great at marketing and selling the thing, but if they don't have the customer service nailed in place, they don't have the customer experience set up, they don't have enough people on the team to manage all the different moving parts to deliver the product, program, or service, then they end up with a lot of unhappy people because they can't service as many people as they are selling to. So we have to make sure that these things are all kind of growing up together. We have to make sure that infrastructure is in place or else you can rapidly grow and then really explode the business as in, boom, it blows up. It is no longer a viable business because you have all sorts of customer service challenges. So those are the three stages of the business growth checklist. And again, this does not apply to every single business on the planet. This applies to those of you who are running service based businesses, consulting or coaching based businesses, educational based businesses, um, creative businesses, this applies to you. So I recommend heading over to the show notes and downloading the business growth checklist where you'll see the exact action steps. Just like I started outlining in part one for the startup stage, you'll see the additional action steps for stage two for stage three to help you make sure you're doing the right next step, continuing to grow your business in a sustainable way. This episode is part two of the series, The Path to Predictable Profits. So if you're ready for that consistency, you're ready to know that your business can support you and your lifestyle with ease, while also helping you to do the work that you love make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you can listen to all of the upcoming episodes and also make sure you grab the business growth checklist because this is going to be something incredibly helpful we will be diving deeper into some of the key things inside of the business growth checklist as we go along if you love today's episode please take a screenshot of the episode and share it with me. You can tag me at rachel.cook on Instagram and let me know your biggest ahas or insights. Remember for the latest episodes to make sure you don't miss any of the Path to Predictable Profit series, head over to rachelcook.com show. If you don't want to miss anything, make sure you are subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Promote Yourself to CEO. I'll talk to you in the next installment of The Path to Predictable Profits.